There's 162 games of the baseball season and winter comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for a baseball fan is finding a good way to watch it. Like maybe going to the park or watching on TV or just catching the highlights. Watching Donaldson strike out again or seeing Judge hit 62 bombs. Bang! Bogart's leaving town, Kike making plays or Kenley closing the door. Debating with your friends, making dumb bets, or complaining about the umps again. As you can tell, there's a whole lot of stuff to hear before winter comes again. Let's go, y'all. So chill with us, because Gamby and Beal are going to say it all. So chill with us, because Gamby and Beal are going to say it all. Man, Fred, Gamby and Beal made a podcast. Hello and welcome back to season two of the Yank Your Socks Off podcast, a podcast produced by two best friends who despise each other's baseball teams, but love each other anyways. We hope you enjoy. Thank you for tuning in now to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Yank Your Socks Off podcast, the Independence Day 2023 episode I'm one of your co-hosts, Andrew Gambardella III, the Yankees fan of this podcast, but the Red Sox fan of this podcast, Matthew David Beal, my best friend and co-host. I mean, he's here as well. We're not going to talk Yankees-Red Sox on this podcast today, Beal, but that is because this is not being done on July 4th week. So I hope at this time that we will be posting this episode that you're having an excellent July 4th with your family. Um, and I wish you a happy July 4th. Thank you. Thank you. Happy uh, 4th of July to you as well. Um, hope you're chilling in Kiwa and enjoying the, the nice beach. Yeah, I, I, I hope, I hope I am. I hope, I hope I got a nice, um, Maybe like a margarita in my hand and uh, a nice, a nice like shrimp. Uh, shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, a nice, nice little uh, shrimp cocktail for uh, for a little appetizer. You know, I love uh, it. Yeah, get 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 a little bougie, but that's beside the point. This is part two of our halfway point breakdown of the the major league baseball season. Uh, We're going to talk about the National League today. We're going to predict every division winner. We're going to predict the National League pennant winner. And then we're going to break down um, our World Series uh, matchups. As a reminder, last week, both of us broke down our division winners for the American League and and said who who we thought would win the pennant for the American League championship. I have the Tampa Bay Rays and Beal, you have the Los Angeles Angels. So we'll get to pretty shortly who's going to face those teams in our predicted World Series. We'll do more predictions after the trade deadline and another one at the end of the year, right before the playoffs. And we'll see how these progress over time. Um, But for now, Beal, let's get into the National League and we'll start with the National League West. Beal, who is leading the National League West right now? The Arizona Diamondbacks. Baby. I don't. I don't think at the start of the season I would have thought. I. You could have told me the Diamondbacks were the worst team in the league, and I would have believed you at this point. I yeah, mean, 
I, I think that's pretty fair. I, I mean, the A's do exist, so that's true. We that, gotta respect them. But yes. You know. Well, the Royals are giving them a run for their money right now. They're only two games ahead of the where the A's yeah, are. Yeah. But you're right; those teams are pretty god awful. So if they were the third worst team in the league, I wouldn't be surprised in the Diamondbacks. Yeah, that's fair. But they're not. They're awesome. Corbin Carroll is awesome. He's yeah, still, he's he, insane. He's so fast. Ketel Marte, still great. Christian Walker still hits bombs. They got Luis Guriel from the Blue Jays, and he's been pretty fantastic. I mean, this team is so – it is – to me, they're the Baltimore – the National League. They are a young, energetic, and fun team to watch. And yeah. they have a pretty sick stadium with a pool in center in right center field. So I'm all about the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. You know what I love about this team? And I'm realizing it kind of as I'm going through. But, like, I feel like they got scraps and made something of their scraps. Like like you mentioned Guriel. Lourdes Guriel is a guy who they – brought in Nick Ahmed they brought in like they're you know good contributors Zach Davies like these are guys that are part of this lineup that nobody else really wanted and um I don't know I I mean Evan Longoria towards the end of his career he's a nice veteran presence in the locker room um but also like you said they're a very young team a very good team um and Cattell Marte has been underrated for a really long time. Um, and uh, obviously Corbin Carroll is coming into his own as a major league ball player. Um, I, I like them a lot. I, they're not my pick to end up in first because I'm, I'm gonna, uh, you know, be an asshole and I'm gonna probably undervalue how good they are and say, I, I don't think they could do this all year. At least I don't think they could lead a division that has the likes of the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres all year. But that's not to discount what the Diamondbacks have been able to do um, and who they've been able to develop. Like, it, looking also at the young guys, like, Christian Walker, they stuck with him. Uh, he's one of the better power hitters in the league right now. Um, Carson Kelly has been around for a while. Uh, just a very reliable catcher um, behind the plate. It, Cattell Marte, they extended this offseason. Um, and, you know, obviously looked great for that, even though a lot of people thought that Cattell would want to go to a different team and, you know, kind of, saw what it was like to win and now his own team the Diamondbacks are leading division so uh I'm I'm really happy for Kittel Marte uh he's been good for a long time and people just don't realize it and forget about him very quickly but uh I I think the Dodgers unfortunately are going to end up leading this division because they're the Dodgers and um yeah I I, I don't know it's just it's too good of a team not yeah. to assume they're going to win I'll add on to that. I, I, I just think with the Dodgers and, I mean, yes, they are one of the highest paid teams in the league. But, I mean, for good reason, they have some of the best talent. But I, with that said, I'm not going to take either of the, the teams you just mentioned. I'm going to take the San Francisco Giants to, to come out of nowhere and win this division and take it from both of these teams. And my reason being is this Giants team – is one of the top 10 pitching teams in the league 
whereas the Dodgers and Diamondbacks fall in the bottom 10 in the league in pitching. So I think pitching is more consistent over the years, uh, over the year versus hitting to me, you're, you're in, you're out. And um, it, without the, in, in the year. And although the giants are, are eighth and runs scored um, for the year and the Diamondbacks and Dodgers are tied for fourth and top five offenses, the giants offense isn't really that bad. They play, I, I'm going to say this again, they play in a six stadium. They have a great history and they haven't really made a run in the playoffs in a long time. I think they're due. And I think this team led by, led by a, a lot of non, I don't think they have a single got like star on this team, but I think it is a very well-rounded team. And somehow, some way, I think this team is going to win this division. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it. I like the Giants, so, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, who do we have losing the division? Lo- I mean, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> good. I mean, it, right, we, we've done the, the hard-hitting the, questions. Yeah, it, to me, getting us That'd to talk about the, the worst teams in the division is a chance for – you know, some of the fans of those worst teams in the division, just to hear us talk about those teams for a little while, but the Rockies are bad. Like they are bad. And maybe the Padres will give them a run for their money, even though the Padres are one of the highest paid payrolls in the league and have been they the look biggest, bad too. Bi- biggest disappointment in the league. But the Padres still have a star studded roster and their pitching staff has been great so far this year. And I think their bats will liven up a little bit with Juan Soto and Manny Machado and, and uh tati so I, I they they just have names galore and i know names don't put runs on the board but they, they have juan soto is one of the best hitters in the league and even though he's having a down year i think he will have a good second half of the year and this team will make a run for a wild card position whereas the rockies they just gave up 25 runs to the angels in one game so i i uh yeah, I, I think some college teams might give the Rockies the Angel, I mean the Athletics and and the Royals a run for their money in a one game winner take all kind of setting. But uh, and I, I don't mean that obviously. I mean this is like the Alabama Crimson Tide versus like the worst team in the NFL debate every year. Like obviously the worst team in the NFL would kill the college team. I mean they just have tons of you know draft picks who were you know, Never mind. We don't have to have that argument. The Rockies are going to finish in last. Do you agree? Okay. Yeah, the Rockies suck. Moving on to the National League East, uh, we have the Atlanta Braves leading the division right now with 50 wins. One of two teams in the entire league with 50 wins being them and the Tampa Bay Rays. The Braves are the best team. And to me – It's not even close. Yeah, it's not even close. Spencer Strider – leading the pitching staff and Ronald Acuna leading the bats and, and Matt Olson. I mean, the Braves time and time again, they've made great moves at the deadline and they have, they don't have a world series to show for it yet, but I think, yeah, they do. What do you mean? What do you mean? They just won My like God. a couple of years ago. What was it? 2021. Oh, I'm big dummy. <laughs> oh yeah, they beat the Astros, right? 
Yeah, when that Acuna was, the was hurt all year. That was the team. Yeah, Acuna doesn't have one. Okay. Yeah, Acuna doesn't. But he Well, he, he does. He does. He has a right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't playing in the World Series. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what why the hell. That's neither here nor there why I just made a big time boo-boo when it comes to this being a heavily baseball oriented podcast and me just complete oversight there. Anyways, the Braves make the right moves near the deadline. And this only proves my point more. They just won a world series two years ago. So I would not be surprised if they won the pennant again this year in the national league. I'm taking the Braves to win this division. Yeah. Uh, the Braves are fucking awesome. Um, they're the most complete team in baseball right now. And I know Dodgers fans might argue with me there. Uh, I just, I think they're so good. They're so star studded, but it's, it's a team that was built from the bottom by the Braves. Um, and I, they just don't have a bad position. Like you look at their outfield and you've got Acuna and Michael Harris and, um, and then, you know, when you go to the infield, uh, even after losing Dansby, Orlando Garcia has stepped up and been a, an all-star candidate this year. And um, and then you've got Austin Riley and Matt Olson yeah. and Ozzy Albies. And uh, you just traded for Sean Murphy, probably one of the best catchers in Major League Baseball, if not the best. And, uh, you know, headed by, obviously, Spencer Strider. Like, this is a deadly rotation in bullpen, and um, the Braves are just – they're the Braves, and uh, I don't know. The I don't only think anybody's stopping them. that could tear this team apart, to me, is Ozunia and him just not refusing to run out balls that he thinks are going to go out of the park and end up hitting the wall. And, the Braves and, want to get rid of him so badly I know. nobody wants him. I mean, they just benched him the other day for, for doing that exact same thing that I just said. But I, I think they're going to – I mean, he is ta- he is so talented. So hopefully he can, you know, I don't, become more of a team player. But I, I think that every, having everybody have the same one-goal mindset in winning a championship – leads leads a team to winning a championship and i think that is could be their achilles heel with him in the middle of that order um but yeah like you said michael harris 22 year old stud and he bats last for this team their center fielder our Orlando Garcia bats eighth and he's batting 320 on the year so i this team top to bottom is loaded and uh yeah i don't see anybody else winning this division i do see one other team in this division making the playoffs um, and then a couple teams with the Phillies and the Mets being pretty disappointing. I mean, very disappointing. The Mets, Padres, probably two of the two most disappointing teams um, in the league. And I don't see the Mets recovering. I think, I think the Mets actually give a run with the Nationals for the worst team in this division. I think the Mets are going to be the worst team in this division. I think this is going to fall apart badly. Yeah, I, I I think they definitely can be the worst team. Uh, it's I don't know. I I feel like the Nationals will be, and maybe that's a safe bet right now. But I I don't know. It, it's I I really could see either team. I think it's going to be close at the end of the year. Okay. So who yeah. are you taking? 
I'm taking the Nationals for last place, but I I don't feel very confident that they're any worse than the Mets. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, and for the others, Mets, when they're healthy, should be fine. It's just they're they're not. Like it makes no sense to me. I don't know. I I feel like there's a whole podcast episode that we could have about the Mets and what happened this year, but it's just it's not worth the time they're not worth the time they're the fucking Mets and you know it, it is what it is yeah the other New York team is is doing even worse than the Yankees are right now and uh it is uh it's pretty embarrassing um yeah to yeah. say the least with how much money they've spent to put that team together um so quickly um how much talent they have and they've just fallen flat on their face so far this year um and the team we haven't mentioned yet in this division the Miami Marlins they just traded for Luis Arias um, near the start of this year. He's batting 399 this year. Um, pretty freaking impressive, uh, to say the least. I mean, in the two thousand in the 2010 since 2010, uh, Ichiro Suzuki was the last guy to bat above 370. I think is is I think he finished 372 is what That's I looked up. And there might have been one other guy to eclipse 370, who I'm forgetting, um, in the in the 2010 era. But I'll I'll look that up while while you're while you get to talk about the uh, the NL Central and when we move there. But for now, I mean, this Marlins team also exciting hasn't been to the playoffs in a while. They have Sandy Alcantara to lead the, one of the best pitchers in baseball to lead their staff and. And a pretty loaded lineup with Luis Arias, the headline, batting near 400 on the season. Um, we'll see if he can keep it up. That'll be one of the stories of the year if he can be close to 400. I, I don't, I don't know the last time somebody's bat 400. Do you? Yes, it's Ted Williams. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I said 1942. You up. I, I said yeah for that one. Or 1947. I don't know. Uh. uh... Ted Williams stats. Let's look at the trusty baseball reference page. Um, uh, it was nineteen forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yeah. Ar- Artie Wilson. Yes, it wasn't Wait. Ted Williams. No, hold on. It was Ted Williams. It was nineteen fifty-three. Oh, well. Right? Wait. Oh, wait. He hardly played that year. Wait a second. Of eligible. Why did I always think he was the last one to hit 400? It was 1941 that he hit 406 and leaded the league in batting average. I don't know why I thought it was Ted Williams. I always thought it was him. Well, Artie Wilson it is. Not a Red Sox, which is good. Gosh, damn it. (laughs) But Ted Williams arguably won you know, top five player of all time. So I, I, I almost set you up perfectly for, for you to stuff that in my face. Wait, Artie Wilson. Yes. Gosh, damn it. You're right. 1948. That's, he only had 120 at bats. I don't count that. Okay. I mean, well, that he played 29 games. It counted. It counts. I don't, I don't like it. Well, 
All right, we'll we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> but back to the present day and back to the NL Central. Um, back to the NL Central. Right now, being led by none other than the Cincinnati Reds. The Cincinnati Reds with um, De La Cruz as the as the recent call up. He is as exciting as O'Neill Cruz was last year for the Pirates. Um, this kid, he can fly. He can hit for power. He is exciting as they come to watch. And this team's going to be exciting, but they're not going to win this division. They're they're just not ready yet. They're going to win the division pretty soon. But to me, this this team's just not ready yet. And I think the Brewers, with the veterans on the Brewers roster, are going to find a way uh, with that nucleus to to take home another NL Central crown. Yeah. All right. I think the Reds are going to win the NL Central. Wow. Okay. Please tell me why. Uh, I believe Eli De La Cruz is him. Okay. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> um, <laughs> as for the... I, I, I don't, I don't know that they're going to win, but I, I feel like I just, I want them to, and I love the Brewers, but the Reds have been a fun team and they got really hot at the right time. And Eli De La Cruz is a, a, a huge um, reason why. Okay. All right. I, I'm with that. As for the rest of this, this division, you have the Cubs and the Pirates coming in at three and four, very young teams, um, and they're to me they're just not ready yet. Um, very young teams and very exciting teams to watch. This whole division is is I mean the Reds, the Pirates and Cubs, namely a lot of young talent. Um, even the Cardinals have a lot of young talent, but the Cardinals sitting in last in this division also with names like Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado on your roster. You should not be a last place. In last, no. you should not be you last place be. in the second worst division in baseball, especially. Yeah. So yeah. I, they're not going to finish there, in my opinion. No. The Pirates no. are going to finish in last in this division. Um, I agree. Especially, I think Cruz isn't O'Neill Cruz out for the year, sadly. Yeah. yeah. So I think to me, it's just. Uh, they're gonna run. They're gonna run out of that start of the season gas. I mean, the Pirates are one and nine in their last ten, but I think the Cardinals could make a run. But they've just been so disappointing. I I don't know what's gonna take this team to pull itself out of the gutter. Um, I feel like they've tried a couple times this year and gone on spurts, but they just keep falling flat on their face. So I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. But that that's I don't think so either. Yeah, that's that's my talk yeah. with the division, and I. I was it's wrong. Ichiro Suzuki up. batted 372 back in 2004. That was the last time somebody has batted over 370 in a year. DJ LeMayhew in the COVID shortened season in 2020 batted 364. Uh, but I don't, I don't really know if that should count. Um, but I mean, it should. I mean, he he was great. But uh, I will say, Artie Wilson, uh, hats off to him for batting. Um, 433 however i believe the reason why i 
thought Ted Williams was the last one to hit over 400 is because Artie Wilson batted 433 in the Negro League that year. So I guess that was before the Negro League was disbanded. And uh, I I think he played one year in the MLB, but technically oh. the last player to bat over 400 in the MLB was Ted Williams. Right. Not to say that he couldn't have done it in the MLB. It just happened to be not in the MLB. All right. Fair enough. Thank you for that clarification. And yeah. I set myself up for supreme fla- failure. But, by but the, oh. what a year. I mean, yeah. you batted 433 with 1,092 OPS that year. <laughs> Artie Wilson was a beast. Stud. Stud. Yeah. Absolute stud. Yeah. And yeah, stud. But you're right. Ted Williams, the last four batted 406 for the Boston Red Sox in 1941. Last person to bat 400. Dang it, I, I hate that. But that's <laughs> that's a stat. But and I hope that gets broken this year by Luis Arias, who just won the AL batting champ last year for Minnesota and is now on the Marlins batting 399 this year. I will stay tuned for that. But Beal, let's get to the wild card conversation. Um, we have the, you have the Dodgers, Braves, and Reds winning their respective divisions. Who are the three other teams you think are going to make the playoffs? Um, it's a difficult one. Uh, I think the Diamondbacks will make the playoffs. Um, I think... You know what? I'm going to stick with the theme. I had all AL East teams make the playoffs through the wild card. Um, it will uh, obviously minus the Rays, who were pro- are probably going to win the AL East. But I had the Baltimore Orioles, the Red Sox, and the Yankees come out of the AL East in the yeah. wild card, right? Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. Um, all AL I East teams. That the wild card in the NL will be all NOS teams. Um, wow. We're going to have the Diamondbacks, the San Francisco Giants, um, and the Padres. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You are, yeah, you're sticking. You have four teams from two divisions in the playoffs <laughs> on both sides. Now, they are widely this. considered to be the best divisions in baseball. But I mean that is that is a bold claim, Cotton, because they the have Padres to play, are going to have to improve a lot. They have to play a lot of games against each other, which is why I think only three teams. But not as many as they used to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of interleague games. You are right about that. Um, nowadays, the I'm, Sox and the Yankees don't even play each other until like September again. Yeah, good. Isn't that crazy? I, I don't want to see. Boston at all. I mean, you own us so far this year. I, I I don't need that. But I will go. I have the the Giants, Braves, and Brewers winning their respective divisions. I am gonna go with one seeded Diamondbacks, like you did. Um, then I will go with the Dodgers in that two slot, and I will go with the Miami Marlins to finish. Mm, I will go with the Philadelphia Phillies to finish as the third wild card team. Um, and now going into the pennant race, um, who do you have winning 
the National League Championship this year. The Braves are going to sweep every series. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. I, I think I was very uh, candid about how I felt about the Braves. They're a very complete team. I Sweep in every series is definitely a stretch because at the end of the day, it's still baseball. But I, I think the Braves are going to command the series that they're going to play in. I, I don't think anybody besides the Dodgers come close to them in terms of talent. Um, and I, I still think they're going to get the best of the Dodgers like they have recently. A wild card team by the name of the Philadelphia Phillies made a miraculous World Series run last year. Um, I don't think it'll happen again. But I think more and more with how many wildcard teams there are and, and with there being a three-game set instead of a one-game elimination for these wildcard teams nowadays, um, I think a, another wildcard team will make the World Series. And this year, I think that wildcard team will be the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think the Dodgers... There will be all this talk about them losing the division and with their backs against the wall, I think with the amount of talent they have, I think we're going to see another Rays Dodgers world series. Yeah. But Uh, that, that would be interesting. Um, This time with that being said, this time the Rays will, will exact their revenge on the Dodgers. And I have the Tampa Bay Rays winning the World Series in 2023. Wow. Wow. The Rays winning a World Series would be quite a sight. It'd be um, David versus – it'd be – they'd have to make a new Moneyball movie, right? Moneyball yeah, 2 they, on yeah. the 2023 Tampa Bay Rays. Yep, yep. Yeah, it would be painful to uh, – I'm blanking on his name, Friedman, uh, the Dodgers GM. It would be painful – to have built the Rays the way that he did, left them for the Dodgers, built the Dodgers up in a similar way, strong farm system, but able to spend the money at the major league level uh, to get stars and then lose to the team that you came from. That would be a painful loss. And uh, man, that, that, I don't know. I just think that would be crazy. It's movie material. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Braves are going to win their second World Series in three years. Um, Dynasty? Yeah, Dynasty. Wow. Okay, you have the Braves beating the Angels. In how many games? You said they were going to sweep every four. game. Oh, my God. Braves in four. You don't think the Braves are going I'm to just go? Kidding. It's going to be 4 2, six game series. All right. All right. Fair enough. No, I, I like that take of the Braves sweeping everything and not losing a game. That would be just, hilarious. That would be, that would be something. They'd be, Has that ever happened? No, there's I, no chance. Probably, I mean, there's been a lot of years. I wouldn't be surprised if it has happened. Um, but with regards to our season breakdowns that concludes our rest of season breakdown at the halfway point of the 2023 MLB season. Let us know, interact with us on Instagram. Let us know what you think of these picks. I will be posting these picks shortly in a graphic on Instagram. Um, Yeah. Feel free to comment on, on our picks. If you think they're bad, you think they're spot on. Um, And yeah, we can't, 
we can't wait to see how this season unfolds. Obviously, we want our Yankees and Red Sox to to win, win it all. But I mean, that just hasn't been possible in recent years. And for the Yankees, I I don't. Pretty soon, I mean, I'm getting impatient. You know, as as any New York sports fan is, is if we're impatient, but we know what the end result will be ultimately in recent years um, with regards to the Yankees. At what point, Beal, does the Yankees not winning a title become like we go back and there's some sort of curse that's been put on us? Oh, it already has. It's called the Brian Cashman curse. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Cashman no, has won a World Series before, but I would go with um, the cheating scandal curse because I think, yes, the Astros did cheat really, really, really bad. But I think all the teams in the league were cheating a little bit. And I think for for the Yankees front office to use that cheating scandal as an excuse for us to not win win a title since then, since that um, year that we lost in the championship series, the Astros, which I still think was stolen from us. And I don't think the Astros should be in the history books for winning that World Series with the cheating scandal that unfolded and they were caught. And, and no other team in the league was really, really did anything close to as bad as what the Astros were doing um, and wound up them being able to win the World Series because of it that year. But that I think that would be the curse moment to me, even though we hadn't won a title since 09. Maybe I got to do some research. Maybe maybe that'll be a topic of an episode coming up of the uh the 20 2009 curse after that year something something happened yeah i i don't know i feel like it goes back before 2009 um maybe it's when the red sox came back from uh three games to none in the oh, 2004 come on. ALCS. Come uh, on. because 2009 was just a gimme it was kind of just like yeah nobody else <laughs> is good so you guys can have one um but ever since then i don't know the yankees yeah haven't been dominant that was it that was the end of the dominance and the dynasty that was the yankees of that late uh late 90s early 2000s that that really was that that put loot giving up a 3-0 lead to your rival really really does that to you i i will give in there but um i don't think that has anything to do with our failure now as an organization I think something happened in 2009, 2010, and I'm going to find the reason for it. Yes. I'm done with this curse, and I, I'm ready for the Yankees to compete for another World Series. Even make it to another World Series would be nice. I mean, like, it would still be very painful but to lose in the World Series, but that would be a step in the right direction. But that does it for us today. I have the Rays defeating, defeating the Dodgers in a revenge matchup in the World Series this year in 2023. And Beal has the Braves being the start of a dynasty, um, winning their second World Series in two years this year over the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, that does it for us. Ha and as always, enjoy your sunsets, your sunrises, um, your brunches, your lunners, and enjoy your 4th of July with your family, your friends. Have a great time celebrating this country and our, our independence. Um, on this July 4th. I know I will. I know you will, Beal. Um, that does it for us. Beal, as always, take us out. I'll take us out on a fun fact that I found out 
during the recording of this podcast, uh, the last team to have a perfect postseason was before the wild card era. It was the Cincinnati Reds who went seven and zero in 1976 on the backs of Johnny Bench, Joe Morgan, uh, Pete Rose, the Big Red Machine. Um, that was a dominant team, and so it does not surprise me at all that they're the last team to have a perfect postseason. Uh, so yeah, fun fact of the day. That was a great fact. That's yeah. that that could be useful at trivia this week. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. could be. It could yeah. be. Watch out for Tuesday trivia, guys. <laughs> All right. Love y'all. Peace.